0: Today is Sunday, June 14th, 2020, and my husband is joining me again today. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So we haven't podcasted for a week. It was June 7th, the last time we podcasted. And besides having a, a voicemail from Scotty that we're going to talk about later, um, what what do we have to update on? I think, well, I do want to have one thing I would update. Last week after we podcasted, we went to a restaurant that was open, but of course it was um, outdoors dining, and we, the restaurant we went to was on Wisconsin Avenue, and while we were sitting there eating our dinner, um, in between pulling our masks down, because we had our masks on, until we started to eat dinner, across the street was a long row of people uh, doing their own protest about black lives matter mm-hmm. and they were holding up signs and stuff and as cars went by they would beep their horns what did you what did you think about that when we were, while we we're having dinner how that was going on i thought it
1: was fine we're um living through we're living through history here it was um it was good to get out this is this is the second time we tried to eat out the first time we had to leave because of the curfew um, so, no curfew, but we were able to enjoy dinner and to watch what was going on. Uh, the, um, this kind of protest wasn't what most people are seeing on the news. True, this was uh, extremely so This was uh, pretty mild, and um, you can tell the distancing was going on. Everyone had a mask, and,
0: and they were spread apart, pulling
1: up signs. Protesters were holding up signs, um, and cars were honking as they passed. So um, I, I liked it.
0: I did too, actually. I, I almost felt bad that we weren't. Well, um, we didn't know. Apparently, yeah. it was something that sprang up. Yeah, it was a spontaneous, <coughs> a spontaneous um, um, sort of thing. Because we thought the all the protests, uh, all the planned ones, were done, but this one just popped up.
1: Well, there are um, messages around the neighborhood that if you if you text. They'll, you you will be informed as to when things are happening.
0: Interesting that you said, because I saw those signs today too, when I went on my walk. And they have a, uh, I forget what that um, code is. It's like a scrambled code. What's that called? And you scan it with your phone and it gives you all the information about where the next.
1: Well, you um, say that, but I took a picture
0: of the sign. Uh,
1: No, one of the signs was, it was a paper sign um, taped to the sidewalk. And I need to find it. Was, so this is more. This is more directed at Donald Trump.
0: Uh, was this on your walk today? Yes. Okay. To
1: Interesting. Recording. Here I, it is. I saw. So this. it says Donald Trump fuels hatred and violence. You may not have voted for him, but you know someone who did. Talk to them. Talk against your. Talk amongst yourselves. Vote against him. Get others to vote against him. Fix this mistake and vote. Take a picture of the code for more information. Don't be on the wrong side of history. Vote him
0: out. <clears throat> That's exactly the same ones I saw then. Yeah. Yeah. And they're plastered all over this neighborhood over here. Because yeah, I- the
1: thing is, I mean, this uh, this is preaching to the choir because um, I can't think of anyone in this immediate area. I don't. Know if, I don't know of anyone we know who voted for Donald Trump. I would have to go down to Louisiana and talk to some
0: people down there uh
1: rural dwelling
0: uh, relatives to uh to find those folks but well speaking of um, donald trump i mean i know I, I was talking about the eating the dinner at the restaurant and that was actually a good experience there was there were only like maybe four other customers in the entire eating area would you say because that one guy came in he was weird. End, and he i think he was sitting too close
1: well he was violating various Rules. protocols are there to set He didn't up. have a reservation and just walked in off the street, which is wasn't what we were supposed to do. And he didn't have his mask on. He went on. directly to a table himself. He wasn't seated by a hostess. I said, "I think these tables are situated for distancing. You can't just sit anywhere." And he said, "There's nothing wrong with me. I just have a bad back." "There's nothing wrong with me." He said, no, I'm, I'm, far "I'm far enough away, away from me. you." And then he motions to the waitress, "I'm hungry." Give me a menu right now.
0: Yeah. He He went to hungry. right now. And he was weird. he because they have this big blue circle at the entrance that you're supposed to stand there and wait until one of the servers comes up to you to um, find out who you well, are. Well,
1: we were at the end of our meal. and Yeah, this was, was at the end of the meal. We were like,
0: let's get out of here.
1: <laughs> I was uh, waiting for the hostess to remind him of the procedures and – to, to tell him that he was out of place, but she didn't.
0: and But the one guy did try to tell him. I tried to tell him. But um, he wasn't listening to him. I think there's something wrong with him. Yeah. I Maybe he had was. Trump fever.
1: But anyway, just seeing this source, of, I, I'm sure this is more of an organizing. Yes. Um, if you um, um, get into the... The code. The code it's really beyond doing something beyond this area i'm sure it's an organizing yeah.
0: i think that tool that code would probably tell you when the next protest is and where it or what the organizing
1: or... strategy is to convince voters to not vote for donald trump true when, yeah um, barack obama ran in 2008 i participated in a postcard writing campaign and this is all organized online and uh, i wasn't trying to convince anyone in this area because that it was a lock um of course you know, eight Virginia was still considered purple. Yeah. But um, I was writing postcards to people
0: in Ohio, for example. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Now today is actually um, National Obama Day. Today is um, several Obama Appreciation Days. I don't know if you realize that, but yeah, it also happens to be the dictator in chief's birthday. I think he's seventy three. Did what did we figure that out? Seventy-three um, or 74? I don't know. Seventy-three don't know, going, on, going on five. But um so the the uh thing to do today was to bombard Trump's Twitter feed with pictures of Obama and not say happy birthday to Trump.
1: I'm sure he'll be tweeting about <laughs> so it.
0: I did actually I did it all day today. I, I posted like seven, I think it was seven pictures, six, maybe it was six, six pictures of Obama at different times during his um, 10 years as president. Um, anyway, but while I was on Twitter doing that, I saw two things that really are, were scary to me. One was Trump trying to walk down the ramp at the mm-hmm. West Point uh, commencement ceremony that he spoke at yesterday. Well, and it
1: was a handicap ramp, I believe.
0: It was, but it was right off of the, um, the, stage. the yeah. stage. Yeah, so it was like, I think they put it up for him. Yeah. But he looked like he was, like, fragile and, uh, like, I couldn't see his feet, but it looked like he may have been shuffling his feet instead of walking.
1: Yeah.
0: And the um general or whoever was walking with him was, I, he was walking slow, but I, I could swear it looked like his face was like, why is this man walking so slow? <laughs> but, and then when he gets towards the end, like, within three or four feet of the end of the ramp, he ran down the rest of the ramp. And it's like, "Ooh, I'm off this." It's like those people who are scared of going across bridges. I wonder. It could be. I, don't I know. wonder if he's got a phobia like that.
1: Well, more frightening was him trying to drink water.
0: Oh my God! I know that was so bizarre. It was as though he needed a sippy cup. People have said that, yes, but it was like he he held the cup with his left hand brought it as close to his mouth as he could, and then used his right hand to push it the rest of the way into his mouth.
1: Now, I thought he had the water. I thought he had it in his maybe it right, was his hand right hand yes. and using the left hand.
0: That is true. That's that's what He is his
1: right hand dominant. Yeah. So he had it in his right hand, brought it as close to the mouth as he could, and then used the left hand to shift the right hand up to his mouth. To his mouth, yeah. Of course, in the past, we've seen him use both hands as a toddler would it's almost, he doesn't have the dexterity or, or the stability, con, the physical control. I don't know what, what it is that he can't really grab, even with two hands, it's hard to grab the water bottle. Yeah. He's bringing it to his lips as he would, as you would see a toddler with a, so with a
0: sippy cup. Are there, um, experts out there who are analyzing these behaviors and wondering if he's sick? Well, you know, George, um, Conway, uh what's her name's husband yes Kellyanne. he keeps putting out he's got a hashtag going um trump unwell unwell trump or something like that trump is sick or trump and it's a hashtag and i because i saw that a couple times today in my twitter perusing but that's just scary i mean granted uh, we are hoping upon hope that he is out in november
1: well it could be you know he had this middle of the night um,
0: trip, to Walter, trip Reed. to
1: Walter Reed Hospital. Which, that was a while called, ago though, right? About a year or so ago.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's been exhibiting these um, physical characteristics, phys- these symptoms of physical degeneration for quite a while now. This is not a new thing with, with the toddler, toddler hands. No, yeah, we have seen that the, before. I've seen the, the, the water cup. before thing. Yeah. Is that like the first time we have seen him Walk in an odd fashion. Uh, we've heard the sniffing, um, the and sniffles. like he leans, he leans forward. He leans he forward as though his 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 gait is losing is, his balance. Yeah. Um, I've read, um, you know, on, on various diaries uh, that perhaps he had a mild stroke and had to be rushed to the hospital. And of course, we haven't been told. We were told it was part of a year-long physical. And of course, we all know that a physical exam takes a year to complete.
0: That's what he says. Uh,
1: but anyway, um, it, it, maybe he
0: did have a mild stroke. Maybe yeah, I don't he know.
1: has neurological.
0: That's issues. what I'm wondering if it's maybe neurological he
1: issue. Isn't some some that plus the cognitive decline, which is obvious for all to see? Um, it maybe some dementia is going on. I don't know. However no. way you look at it, he is not well. And he has not been well. He was not well in 2016. He is a wounded bird with a wounded ego. Yeah, he is it. in constant survival mode. So that's at a bare minimum, that, that ego. he is mentally unstable and mentally ill. Yeah. We start there and then delve into the other possibilities which we don't know because we're told he's healthy so yeah we don't we don't 320 pounds of him
0: exactly so anyway that's that's where we are with trump um yeah i want to move on to something completely different so we got a voicemail from scotty the little aussie battler and he has an issue with um something we discussed on our last podcast oh if you, uh, well, you know, let me play this voicemail for you. Okay. And then, um, well, for everybody, too. And then um, we'll come back and talk about it. Okay.
2: Morning, Archer Radio. It's a glorious Saturday morning. And it's winter in Brisbane. But listen, I've got a bone to pick with you, mister, in your last show. It seems like you were totally dissing and bagging and telling me that, um, you did not approve of my 21 year old Indian boyfriend just because I'm 50. Now you would think in this current environment of total racism and discrimination with, uh, police killing as many blackfellas as they can, that um, you might be a little bit more sensitive and um, allow me to have my super cute, mm, 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 delicious, almost 22-year-old in a matter of weeks, Indian boyfriend, but... Um, yeah. Wow. Doesn't seem like that's appropriate. Okay. This is Scotty. Aussie, bye.
0: Okay. So you just heard that voicemail from Scotty. Now Scotty clearly thinks that we were talking uh, about him when we were having a discussion about the older uh, uh, retired guys that I know in my in the group thing yep. that I'm in with that meetup group, and somehow Scotty got that that you know that I'm um, judging him on his 30 year difference in relationship. Well, first of all, Scotty, I didn't know that you were dating a 21 year old Indian boy. Although that I, that doesn't surprise me because I know from listening to you for years and years and years and talking to you that you prefer the company of younger, um, foreign men, whatever, Southeast Asian men or whatever. Um, so, I mean that doesn't surprise me that, that you have a 21 year old boyfriend my concern is Scotty is is more about you I'm concerned about you getting your feelings hurt or getting taken advantage of if these young men no wait 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 no, no. let's step, let's back up okay
1: uh, the what? conversation was about any one person it wasn't in particular it wasn't about anyone because I, I didn't I don't even know Scotty so I don't, I don't know I don't know I didn't know what was going on until you played that but we were we weren't talking about any one individual. You were talking about in the retirement group, men who were you know, eighty, in their eighties, making a making a conscious decision to not seek dates with men their own wage their oh, own age. They were actively seeking young twenty somethings. Yes, and no one mentioned anything about race or ethnicity or anything. That's that true. A part there was part of no the conversation. One. Yeah, there was no. Um, they were expressing in this retirement in the in the retirement group. Where everyone's retired and you're the youngest one there, <laughs> pretty um, much. <laughs> and there are, some of these folks are grandfathers. I mean, they are really grandfathers. Well, I told you that guy turned eighty last. Saturday. Well, but so they may they have made the decision that they don't want to date or to seek companionship with men their own way, own age. They really only seek men who are way younger, in their twenties and thirties, and then wonder why. Men in their 20s and 30s don't respond or don't follow through. I don't know if they're on Grindr, whatever they're on. I, yeah, I don't all, even know where they, you go these days. We're not on any
0: dating. We're no, not they, any they, they do with, all the dating apps. Well, fine,
1: because they're single. Yeah. But um,
0: but they're, they, they get but upset. Then,
1: but they're upset because younger men don't want to see them or to be... Um, sexual with them, and so or even go on. Uh, dates they, ra- they were raising this whole ageist thing, or whatever. So yeah. that's what that was about. It had nothing to do with anyone in it, right. any one individual. So it had nothing to do with you specifically,
0: Scotty. And um, as as the husband says, there was no ethnicity or race or anything brought up in that at all. So you put that little chunk in there yourself, Mister. Not me. But well, I'm happy for Scotty. I'm happy yes. for
1: anyone who's found. Who's found love anywhere? If if exactly. if, it's, Scotty, uh, if you're twenty happy, or fifty or a hundred, who cares? So if you're Scotty.
0: Ha- if you're happy with your twenty-one-year-old Indian boyfriend and you guys have things in common to talk about and to share and to experience, then 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 you know, oh, good. I say I say good for them. Yeah, I'm for happy you. for them. I I'm my you know in the back of my head it says it's not going to last, mm. but it may it may last. Oh. You never know. You just don't
1: know these I'm things. I'm going to say these... I'm going to wish Scotty and his boyfriend the best. And I'm going to leave it at that. And who knows, who knows what's going to happen?
0: Well, that's true. You don't know what's going to happen. So, Scotty, I hope that answers it. It wasn't necessarily about you. Even though, you know, I think that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, what else did uh, happen this week that, that we had going on? We There was no more... Um, Plumbing issues, there was no more...
1: No, none of that. No more no, issues at all with the
0: house or none anything. the
1: appliances broke. Yeah, that nothing like that. So, so we're all
0: good there. We're completely done with that stuff. Um, I made a jambalaya today. You, that's right, you did. I was going to say that um, we're once again recording with two microphones because I know after um, listening to the show after the fact last week that the gain was way too high on the mics so I had to go in and change the gain on the mic so hopefully this is sounding okay. I know I got feedback from the um, audio Nazi Daniel Brewer who said my microphone was crunchy and the thing is I totally agree with him. I mean I because I, I listened to it I heard it it was like my side was horrible but it, it all had to do with the gain. Now so since I got so frustrated with these you know, trying to record with two microphones, things without a mixer, I, this week, purchased a... Um,
1: a KitchenAid mixer.
0: No, honey, not that kind of mixer.
1: <laughs> That's the best no, mixer.
0: I know. I already bought you one of those. It's in, I know. It's still going strong. It is. No, a mixer where you can mix audio signals from multiple sources and bring the one source into your computer to record it. Anyway, I bought a thing called Focusrite Focusrite Scarlett 2i2. Basically, it's a tiny little box that you plug in two XLR microphones into so that you can record the audio from them. Well, I don't have XLR microphones, so then I had to order XLR microphone. So that'll be another week before we're able to use that thing and record a podcast with that. So maybe next Sunday's podcast will be... I can't wait. I know you can't wait. I know um, your summer starts this week, doesn't it? Uh, officially on Wednesday. So he will be finished with work for this year and um, enjoy the rest of the summer. Do we have plans for this summer? Well, we did. I know. Yeah. Hmm. Well... Um, well, mm. I think we'll we'll do um, staycation staycay things. Well, you know the other thing we didn't mention was the fact that we did go to another winery. We did. We went to our favorite Grey Ghost Winery on Friday, the day before yesterday, and well, there was only like two two other groups of people there, I think. Yeah, maybe it was a lovely afternoon. It nice was and, and they are doing tastings, which I, that was actually surprised me. No, but, no, well, you can. not well, I realized they're that, in phase. We're in phase right. two,
1: so you can't do that now. Well, and
0: it's the rest of the state that's in phase two, but Fairfax, Loudon, and Prince William are still in phase one. Right. So uh, anyway, um, so we went there, and they did inside indoor tastings, but you had to enjoy wine outside, and they could you could not. Oh no, we did buy a glass of wine. Maybe they weren't supposed to, but they did give us a. Glass well, they did wine. for us, I think. Yeah, we know them. We know them well. Yeah, so, but it was a very nice week, nice uh, day. It was nice sunny, days, nice to get out. We had nice a really drive, drive out to much, the country so, yeah. and um, enjoyed that. So that was nice. And this week we're going to try to do um, another winery on Thursday. Yes, we got a couple things going on this week. Monday, I am getting my hair cut for the first time since. When did I, I think it was February the last time I got my hair professionally oh cut. It. Yeah. And I cut it myself once. But No, um, well, I cut it too. Well, maybe. I, no, that's true. You did. Yeah. So, um, but professionally, I haven't had it done since February.
1: That's true.
0: So maybe I'll post a picture on Instagram. I'm not sure. So next. Uh, so then we're going to try to go. Wait, what do I have on Tuesday? Oh, I have a retirement group thing. On Tuesday, an art an art discussion and viewing. Um, then on Wednesday, I'm going to go to try to go to Walmart. And then on Thursday, we're going to go to the winery. On Friday, I've got another retirement thing. I think. No, no, no. I'm going on a walk with my um, two friends that I met from the retirement group. Okay. And then on Saturday, oh, Saturday is the Pride Forty Eight. Happy hour at seven PM. This time I'm not going to. Stay. How many
1: models of wine or are you going to drink all by yourself? Well,
0: I'm not going to that. I'm not going to drink that much, um, but I'm definitely going to participate because it'll be that. And then after that is Dubious Intent, which and they record at ten. But um, I am like two episodes behind uh, Dubious Intent. I'm so far behind in my podcast listening. I've got like thirty-seven podcasts to listen to. I have no podcast to listen to. You don't listen to podcasts? No. All right, so what else would you like to discuss? Well... You got anything on your mind?
1: Well, we are celebrating Pride Month by watching um, gay-themed movies. That is ranging true. Ranging from the extremely extremely silly to um, thought-provoking. Um, so we watched... A documentary yesterday from 1977 was, yeah it's done in 1978 actually but I think the interview was released in, in
0: 78 but it was yeah yeah, uh,
1: yeah. interesting in that the uh, the men and women they they, they who were interviewed you, you I guess you just forget how time flies but some of the women, in particular, well, you no, know, two of the men and I think a couple of the women um, recalled what it was like to serve in the ser- armed services oh, yeah. during World War II. Yes, and you, you watch this on the on the on the on TV, TV and you think, yeah. oh, they would have. You think, oh, God, they, they would be a hundred years old, but then you think back. Wait a minute, she would be. One of the women who served, and the whatever the wax or the waves, or whatever she was in, um, she would have been my grandmother's age. My grandmother was would have been fifty-five or fifty-six. My age, oh, and this was in then.
0: seventy-seven. So, and we guess mm-hmm. that she was around fifty, right?
1: Well, my grandmother was born in nineteen nineteen.
0: My grandfather served in World War II. I'm talking about the lady that we saw. That she, we we thought we guesstimated made her age at like fifty. I guess around fifty-four. Just fifty-four.
1: If you are right, it's, if you to make her be able to serve have in the, served to in, to serve in World War, War II. and You did it in 1942 or 43, you know, in, in her early to mid 50s. But so you just really how time flies because if she uh, we don't I just I think I said out loud. God, I wonder how many of these people are still alive because. There were the World War II veterans who are, if they're around, they're in their 90s. And back then they were um, in their 50s. And then some of the men who were um, very, um, I guess, into the 70s.
0: Disco scene and well, um, they did all have bell-bottom bell bottom bell bottoms and, and the you know, the, the, the
1: period of time where smoked. it was for them, it was, it was sexually liberating compared to the older gay and lesbian um, folks they interviewed who recall being closeted and having to be careful, even if you went to a, a bar, um, if you were having. Drinks with two or three other women or two or three other men, and this is an underground place where you thought it was safe. If the police were at the door, you had to find an exit and get out. And then you get to the seventies, you know, where the younger younger men and women were, and they were they were like a little totally more cool liberated, it, yeah. but they all they all seemed um, I don't know what the word is insecure about their future or uncertain about what tomorrow was going to bring. And we know for all of them, the, the AIDS crisis was right around the corner. That's and especially true. The, the men who were, some of them were married. They had kids, but they realized they were gay and they left and they went to the big Grimm's city village mm-hmm. or they went to San Francisco and uh, they were just living the life. Um,
0: well, you know how they talk about the movies before because we, we watched this on Turner Classic yeah. Movies, Dave Carger, who was also um, a gay man, he was talking about it. He said this was all pre-AIDS. Mm-hmm. So, so all the interviews, all the footage and stuff was done pre-AIDS. So he was curious to know how many um, possibly have li- lived through that. Through that. Yeah.
1: L- listen he didn't know. So Well, listening to... That younger generation, and they were they would have been born in the in the fifties or early sixties. They, I think, they sensed that change was around the corner. That they were more open than the older counterparts who were yeah. who were who were also discussing very closeted lives. And then the AIDS epidemic hit, and I th- you know I was around in the eighties to know that it was there were no steps forward. It was steps backwards, and I remember that too. Um, a scramble to you know, find out what was going on, and the Reagan administration was not very helpful. And I had a boyfriend. And there was a, a, um, a shift, a right-wing shift in the country, and it may have been more safe to be somewhat out in 1977 than it was in 1987 or '85.
0: Yeah, I don't really know because, because of age, it did get crazier. Yeah, and no.
1: and uh, so this trend uh, and the right, just the right shift, the rightward shift the country took in the '80s after the you know the late 60s and 70s with the hippies and the the free love period and the women's movement and the civil rights period and all the changes that occurred um, i don't i i guess i felt sad for some of these folks who really thought they were about to embark on a more liberal age when in fact things got more conservative and that's where right. we came out in that later period Um, 1986 for me. No, 88 or
0: 89 for me. 89, actually. So that was what we watched on Turner Classic Movies. But most of what we've been watching has been on Amazon Prime. Here's what happens, because we want to watch something every night on TV. And we are, um, oh, by the way, the name of that thing was, the documentary was called Word is Out, Stories of Some of Our Lives. Um, It's interesting.
1: I I think if you're older, you get some sense of perspective. But where we were in the late 80s, where we are now, and where that generation was back at that time, I think it's worth it's worth watching.
0: Yeah, it was good. But um, anyway, so we're trying to, we just like to watch a different movie every night. So when we can't find something on Turner Classic Movies, whatever the 8 o'clock movie is, I will get on the Apple TV and pull up Amazon Prime and we'll pick a silly movie from there. We've seen a lot of them lately, though. One
1: that's silly as the next some, yeah. are,
0: some are better than others like big eden that was not bad you remember that one
1: yeah that was um yeah the lake will be gone for closeted gay people yeah at, at that time
0: so um oh, oh. now tonight chariots of Fire is on. are we going to watch that
1: um i saw that back in the 80s so, and uh, i sat through the whole two and a half hours yeah um, uh, um
0: I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't want to sit through that again. (laughs) Well, anyway, that that's um, coming up here in a couple minutes. So, um, actually, I think we should wrap this up now because it's been half an hour. Okay. Um, But thank you for joining me on this episode of Arch Radio you're always welcome and hopefully you'll join me again next week with the even better microphones we'll see <laughs> i don't <Yes>. know <laughs> anyway um scotty hopefully i answered your question and nessa if you want me to do a podcast just for you you got to give me something to talk about about yeah. about you. and i want to
1: say congratulations scotty and i hope
0: you're very happy there you go all right boys and girls thanks for listening and until next time bye bye, bye.